Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. What's up, babes? Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Oh, it's going good. Welcome to episode 207 of the Hey, Babe podcast, Woo-hoo. wherever podcasts are available. That's 207. Right. Yes. 207. Lucky number seven. We're almost done with season two. I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're going to try and do a lot more than 10 episodes. Season three is going to be starting in 2020. We're really excited about that. (laughs) Uh, It's fine. Subscribe. Rate and and review and subscribe. Hey, guys. Um, This is... This is a really fun week, though. We were super busy um, on the last podcast, so we didn't get one up. So sorry about that, you guys. Um, But we had a super busy week. Yeah. So we actually, we got back from Florida, which actually, if you were missing out on any podcast, uh, Cullen's um, Don't Tell Mom podcast, we did one, we were kind of special guests on it, and it turned out really fun. Did you listen to it, Dallas? I have not listened to that one. It's really fun. I'm sure it's a little wild. It's uh, six parents trying to (laughs) continuously put their kids down to bed the entire podcast. You're all just standing up (laughs) trying to put them down. Um, But yeah, go check out Don't Tell Mom podcast anywhere podcasts are available. That's with our good friend. Um, Colin in Alabama. We got to see them, but actually, it wasn't Florida. We were actually in Alabama. It's true. In a special true. place where <laughs> the lines are blurred. Yep. We were not in Florida. We were not in Alabama. We, we were, were in, in wait for this, Florbama. 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 Have you ever heard of Florbama? No. It's on the border. That it's sounds like, like a fever dream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> apparently, it's a huge party town. It's like where all the college kids go to it's just get drunk the best and knocked up. Secret beaches, though. I even heard yeah. the locals saying, like, no one knows about the Alabama beaches, and they're beautiful and amazing. It was, it was the most incredible trip, really you guys. We were swimming. We were playing in the sand. I lost a bunch of weight because I was just basically eating seafood <laughs> and hiking in the sand the whole time. Yes, you did. I don't know how you lose so much weight. <laughs> all the time but that's fine it's another subject <laughs> well i we all really know it's the cocaine i think when <laughs> you, think, when oh you uh, i always think it's funny though when people when you lose a lot of weight there's two things that people think you're doing cocaine or uh like weight you're loss sick. surgery oh okay. you're sick no yeah. actually that's funny no one thinks weight loss surgery everyone me. is that like said? oh you just got weight loss surgery yeah oh, people literally have accused brian of like oh i can see the scars on your belly i'm like there's literally nothing there and you're like that's from the knife fight i was in yeah that's, not from <laughs> that's the from when i stabbed got him, fat okay? scars <laughs> i don't think isn't it the worst i don't think that anybody <laughs> thinks of beaches when they think alabama like i wonder yeah. if you went Especially in San Diego. Like, if you went to 10 people, you'd be like, give me the first thing you think of when you think Alabama. Yeah. It would not be beaches. The no, beaches totally. are so When good. I booked it, because I booked it for the whole, like, for the whole group, I was just looking along the Florida, you know, panhandle for the beaches. I had no idea I booked a place in Alabama. Yeah, I had we no flew idea. into Florida, and then we saw a sign that said, leaving Florida. I'm like, wait, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, good secret though. Gulf amazing. Shores, Alabama. Gulf Shores, Alabama. Best beaches, best water. We had such an incredible time. We got to hang out with Colin and Katie and Ellie and Jared. And you know, we're all YouTube couples. We've all been on the platform for so long, and it's so funny because we're all kind of just going through the same stuff. Yeah, same exact but different, yeah. but like same, same but different. You know? Yeah, it was just awesome to get to reconnect and kind of feel not so alone anymore. Because sometimes yeah. you can feel really alone out here mm-hmm. in outer space. Well, YouTube is can be a very, like, lonely... Not just YouTube. I think, I mean, we always say YouTube, but our our job is so much more than YouTube. It's just, like, being on all the time, you know? You know, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube... Totally. It yeah. can be a lot. So it's nice to have. And you never know like who your real friends are. You never know mm-hmm. 
you know, who's watching you just to hate you or who's watching you to... Totally. Someone after the trip was like, you guys need to collab more. And I agree. Like, we don't really collab with a lot of people because the truth is, is we got taken advantage of a lot. And we are very guarded. And the relationships we do have now that we facilitate are, like, so genuine outside of YouTube. And it's just really good for your mental health to keep it that way, I feel like. Totally. Yeah, I'm waiting for you guys to collab with my channel. Um, <laughs> all of nine of my subscribers are going to really like it. Uh, now, I haven't posted a video on there for about four or five years. But I think I could jump right into it. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll go to hey, Alabama. By the way, how did your set go last night? Terrible. Let's move on. Oh, you don't want to talk about your set? No, the set went great. Okay. Just cheers my mic. The set went great. <laughs> It was a lot of fun. Did you film it? You, I filmed it, but we okay. had there was not a lot of people that showed up. It was kind of a weird. I, it was weird. It was a weird experience. Okay, I'm not used. What did that to, make it easier though? Were you able to do your set a little easier? You think like with less eyes, or did that just make you instantly like nervous? It made me inst. No, I don't really get nervous anymore. But it made me more instantly. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> it only took me 20 years, but uh, it's it, it's uh, it, it, more like bummed. Yeah. you get more like. Ah well, man, well, and you I, get energy from you get energy the from audience. the crowd. Yeah, and it's not that the people were there. The people were, who were there were very receptive and like enjoying the entire night. Mm-hmm. So they, it could have been worse, where they could have just been like, Bleh. yeah. Uh, but they were there, and it was a good night. Um, it was just you know, and it's my fault. I didn't really promote it like until like a few days before. Yeah. So it's more my fault than anybody's. But like. I want to do more of them in this little room. It's a little room in downtown San Diego, and it just it doesn't seat very many people. And I like that it's like more of like an intimate. Yeah. Instead of like here yeah. we're here for a show, it's more of like we're kind of just hanging out, and I'm going to be talking to you. Can you give <laughs> yeah, us? Yeah. Can you give us something? Can you give us one of your jokes that killed? What did one of my all jokes nine that of killed? them love? Uh, oh, oh what did really? They laugh You're going to make me do that? Um, what did they laugh at? I have this new bit I've been working on. Ooh. <laughs> I love when he's so got the a new night bit. was the night was mainly for me to do a long set and trying out a lot of new stuff. Okay, like expanding new stuff instead mm-hmm. of like because I mean I, this is me. This is going to be real inside baseball for one second. But like when you get to a certain level of comedy, it's really hard for you to try new stuff because you're headlining and you're in front of a packed crowd mm-hmm. and like you don't want to test stuff that might not work. So you don't really have a lot of places to try new stuff. Now mm-hmm. if you're Pat Oswald or Jim Gaffigan or something like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where you are you're going to get laughs people are going to love it so like they have an advantage mm-hmm. but anyway so I wanted a night where I could just try a bunch of new stuff this new bit I'm working on is um this is a real thing that happened like somebody took me we went for drinks and, and my buddy paid for it and he pulled out a Venmo card oh <laughs> and I was like what what is that and he's like it's my Venmo card and I'm like wait a minute like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah. I think technology is moving backward. Where <laughs> we all got Venmo because we're like, hey, we don't like cards. Yeah. And they're like, well, do you like banks? We're like, no. And they're like, oh, we got Venmo. <laughs> oh, sweet. And they're like, hey, you like Venmo? And we're like, yeah, well, you like this card? It's a Venmo card. <laughs> and they're like, wait, no, I got Venmo for not the card. Yeah. And they're like, no, that's great, but here's a Venmo card. Yeah. And I was like, I got all these other cards. I don't need the Venmo card. And then I was reading a BuzzFeed article where they're like, they're developing a box that you can buy, and in the box, 
it will control all of your streaming services. So like Netflix, Hulu, everything that you stream will be on this one box and it will like navigate through the entire box mm-hmm. and then you pay a monthly subscription fee for that box. I'm like, that's cable. Yeah. That's yeah. not, yeah. like we all got rid of cable mm-hmm. We're all just, all the millennials are just so stubborn. We don't want a credit card. We don't want a cable box. No. We want a streaming box and a Venmo card. Yeah, and yeah. exactly. And then, yeah. so I'm like, you, you like self, you don't let me like driving, right? So you like self-driving cars, self-driving yeah. cars. You like self you don't like self-driving cars anymore? Well, we got a new one for you. There's zero <laughs> gas emissions. It's a horse. And you just get on it. We slap it on and the it ass. It goes wherever it goes. And it'll take you somewhere. It has a DVD player. We just duct tape it <laughs> to the horse. That's like, awesome. It's yeah, it. I'm working right. on it. I really like it. So there, there's some new stuff I've just yeah. been able to. So it was good for that, but I was just upset with the the turnout. Yeah. Um, but it's hard totally. to it's a it was a hard sell because the NBA finals were on and a lot of people that are friends of mine in San Diego are big sports fans. So like, Oh yeah. The Raptors played the Raptors won the first championship in the history of Canada for it basketball. Yes, we Canada. <laughs> What's that from? Speaking Segway. of Toy Story 4. Speaking of Canada. Is that in Yes, We Canada? Is uh-huh. in Toy Story well, there 4? Was a, yeah, so there's there's a little uh, stunt driver guy. Um, his name is Duke Kaboom. And his phrase is, yes, we Canada. Mm-hmm. That is funny. He's obviously from Canada. It, literally. So, yeah, we got to go to the Toy Story 4 world premiere this week. That was crazy. You guys, This is unlike anything we've ever done before. Missy's gone yeah. to, like, a couple premieres with the boys. Mm-hmm. But this is the first... Um, world premiere we got to go to as a family yep. for something as big as Toy Story Toy 4. Story, Let's like, talk about the Toy Story franchise, first of all. Like, that was like my childhood growing up. I saw all those us, movies yeah. in theaters, like with my family, with my with my grandma, with my mom, you know, like during yeah. the summer, we'd go see it three times because I was so in love with it. Yeah. And now it's like we're at this point where we were walking the red carpet next to Tim Allen and Tom Hanks with our boys, like going into the theater to see it. And it was just so surreal. I know. People, like I actually was out last night and someone asked me like, what's the coolest thing you've gotten to do since being on YouTube? And I'm literally thinking, "Um, the thing I got to do two days ago, Toy Story. Just go see Toy Story 4. (laughs) Yeah. The movie was incredible too. Like it was was photorealistic. The scenes, like the dust, like the water. There was a, I'm not going to give too much away because I don't want to give any spoilers, but there was like a, a rainstorm at the beginning and one of the toys was like caught in it. It was a flashback. It was, it was adorable. Amazing. I already gave away too much. Um, but it was literally, it, yeah. the visuals were just amazing. I was seriously like, they are showing you're immense. Off. You're immediately just yeah. like immersed into the show and, and you like, it's was just so intense. Yeah, it was, it was really, so really like, cool. it made me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. It was I cried funny. obviously like a baby. It was hilarious. Like I was laughing yeah. out loud. And I mean, obviously all the Toy Story movies are funny and awesome, but it had so many of those like, you know, mom and dad jokes and yeah. that the kids don't even get. And it's just like, it was just so awesome. Had, We're going to see it in theaters a bunch more times. Oh yeah. We'll definitely. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to go see it. it wait till you see the cat. You saw on Twitter, pe- everyone freaking out about the cat, right? No. Well, there's, they showed a clip of the cat, like, mm-hmm. in, like, with the light coming through in the old antique shop. The cat's, like, stretching or whatever. Every scene with that cat gave me goosebumps. Because I was like, real. it looks so real. What if it was real? It was insane. It was really, really I'm cool. excited to see it. I want to see it. We, Amelia yeah. and I yeah. just watched Toy Story 3 again. Every and she's actually, bro. like, I, sitting through it, which mm-hmm. I was amazed by. That's so cool. Because uh, Toy Story, it's weird on, re- on re-watching those movies. Toy Story 1 is a lot less, like... It's a, it, I don't know, it's, it, it's a great movie, yeah. but it's not as good as you remember it when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah you can tell they were very, they were working with what they had. Of course. Yeah. Toy Story 2 was very fun. Like, I thought it was really a, a fun movie. But mm-hmm. Toy Story 3, like, 
is just a good movie. Yeah. Like, watching it again, I forget. Like, there's some good jokes. Yeah. But the actual, like, story and, like, writing, oh, yeah. I, you're like, oh, my God. Like, the yeah. whole thing is. Yeah. Same and I remember crying at the yeah. end. They, and they wrapped it up in a way where it was like, they could make another one or they could not. And I would be so satisfied. Yeah. Because it was like, it was they, wow. Weren't they, I mean, people assume Two Story 3 was the last one, right? That's what everybody yeah, assumes. You so. would think yeah. so. It could. Here's the thing. They're never they're never gonna stop making Toy Story movies. Well, they're gonna make five million. It's a freaking million cash cow. It costs yeah. them 150 million dollars to make one, and then they make three billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just money to them yeah. now, you know? It's like well, they've I don't got blame something them. so as long golden. as they can keep it up. And honestly, yeah. I would say four keeps up just as much with the rest. I'm gonna be going to see Toy Story 10 when I'm 90 years old <laughs> with my grandkids. I was here when Toy Story One came I'm gonna be out. I'm, we're gonna be going with Ollie. <laughs> Remember when I took you, Ollie? To the Toy Story 4 world premiere. Now here we are, Toy Story 28. Yeah. Ollie <laughs> will be yep. there with all 10 of his kids. Yep. Yes. Come on. We actually got to hang out with, um, well, I won't say hang out, but the kids were literally playing yeah. with Tom Hanks' grandkids. Uh, Colin yeah, Hanks was awesome. there and all yeah. his kids were there and they were all playing in the bouncy house. And I'm just like, this is so weird because Ollie and Finn are jumping around with a bunch of mini Tom Hanks. Yeah. Because they all, all those kids look alike. All the Hank kids. Thank God. It was really so cool. funny. <laughs> Nothing. Really I mean, I'm Rita. Tom Hanks's wife, Rita. Yeah. R- 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 Wilson. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's a very pretty lady. But mm-hmm. let's just say, thank God those kids look like Tom Hanks because you know, I mean, she's yeah. got a big mouth. Anyway, <laughs> no disrespect to the Hanks clan. Oh man, I so love. I loved it. So crazy that he like the legacy that he's leaving to yeah. like that family. It was just such an interesting thing to like just being on the red carpet, seeing him interact with Woody, and seeing like oh Tim Allen interact. I almost with started Buzz. crying. There. It was weird. It was like. One of those full circle moments where I was like, wow, I am in the middle of this right now. Yeah. I never expected that. Very, very, very cool. So it's cool. I, I don't know what I would do. It's like meeting Tom Hanks would be like meeting the president. I know. You know what I mean? It's right? just like you are the you are the most famous person yes. in the world. Well, I literally I was telling like one of my friends, I was like, we're going to um see Tom Hanks today. And she was like, oh, Tom Hanks. And so I went to look up a gif of Tom Hanks. There's a million gifts of Tom Hanks because he's that famous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's been famous for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Passed away. He doesn't I have mean, to do anything. Uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was in uh, Splash. It was 1982 or something like that. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. The dude's been famous forever. Like yeah. I, Are I we love actually Tom recording? Hanks. Yes, we are. Okay. We just, just like you can't see the bar moving. Oh, I think. okay. That's what <laughs> Sorry. Who I knows? just didn't want to be recording and nothing happening. If we aren't recording, then you guys missed out on a lot of great. Can you guys hear this? If you can hear this, how about tweet us at Hey Babe. <laughs> yes, I can hear the podcast. It's You're, going Tweet yay. us with your favorite Tom Hanks gif. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Tweet us on Twitter at Hey Babe with your favorite Tom Hanks gif. The best ones. I mean, Forrest we'll retweet, Gump. We'll retweet yeah. and reply to a bunch of them. Yes. Don't mess around and don't get basic with it. Don't just show me something from Castaway. <laughs> With him and yelling at Wilson. Wilson. Really get Come me on. some. Di- dive deep. And if you can't, then make one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Give me something good. I want to see something. Do you know how to make a gift? Bosom buddies. Oh. Huh? I'm curious if Dallas knows how to make a gift. So anyway, Toy Story 4. <laughs> I bet it was great. Can't wait to go see it. You know I don't know how to make a gift. I know. And it's funny. I, but you know what's funny about uh, that is that I feel like at one point I learned. And oh, really? Someone just, actually taught you? I think I figured it out on my own. Oh, I can figure out technology on my own sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, very few times, but sometimes yeah. I turned on my computer and I plugged it in. So that's something I figured out on my own. You did it. I'm I so did proud it. of you. I'm so Congratulations to everyone out there I'm plugging so in their computer and turning it on. Up. 
Yesterday, I fixed a kid's computer at the library. What? Oh, I know. Wow. It, was, it was a library computer. Oh, it was, was an old library computer? It was, a, like one of those it was big, an Apple IIe, and oh uh, he was playing Oregon Trail, and I was like, oh, this is what you got to do. Oh, my god! Just gosh. control, delete, and then the entire <laughs> oh library gosh. the entire library shut down. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, I'm excited about uh, Toy Story 4, and here's the thing I think that's cool, too, is it's like, uh, you guys just got to go to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and I, like, a lot of times... You guys were like, oh, we want you to go promote and stuff like that. But, like, they don't need your help promoting Toy Story 4. No. Like, people are going to go see it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So it was, like, like- a cool thing that they're like, yeah, we want you to come to this sh- movie premiere. Yeah. Like, that to me is, like, amazing. Yeah. Well, and so I, cool. I'm unsure if we were invited for any specific reason, but our most popular, like, Toy or our most popular video on YouTube is literally Toy Story like the live action one, and it, we have over a hundred million yeah, views on it. From, like that's so, insane. Yeah, maybe, yeah. They got, know, maybe they got like you there Halloween to like sue you or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, They're like, oh, uh, we expect some royalties for that one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe, maybe they haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we shouldn't talk about Toy Story anymore. We're sue the podcast. <laughs> that was such a fun video. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, horrible transition <laughs> here already. Yeah. One topic. That we get because we asked for questions. Okay, yeah. yeah, we asked for questions, and and uh, did we ask for questions? We did. I actually have some really good ones. Did you want to dive into questions I, first, or do we want to I talk think about that? We could use it as a transition. Okay. Cool. Well, I mean, we already okay. gave you like a really good one. Yeah, that, just that a transition ago. was just it was so the, smooth. It was I loved it. I, what I wanted to do was stop everything cold and then horribly and uh, choppily move uh-huh. into the next segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you're welcome. I love that. You're I welcome, think listener. It was Follow really me good. on Twitter, at uh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> just keep eating your <laughs> chips or driving driving on the way to work. Just don't mind us. Th- we'll, we'll segue eventually. You think people just listen oh to podcasts gosh, and eat chips? Oh my gosh, you guys are still talking. What? Do you think people listen to podcasts and eat chips? Oh, okay. Of course they eat chips. Interesting. I think that chips this is great. a great question. <laughs> okay, because Missy's like, let's answer some can, questions. Sorry, know. hold on, hold on. Chips are great. What's your favorite chips? Kind of chips. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, this Lay's is a good chips. topic. Lay's chips Lay's or chips. straight Lay's? Classic. I don't like chips at all, but Lay's chips I do love. Classic Lay's are actually really delicious. Cool ranch. Doritos? Ew. Yeah. Yeah, when they invented that Doritos Locos Taco mm. at Taco Bell, like, that was the most genius Next thing of all time. love. It's genius. Yeah. Yeah, Cool Ranch is I wish good. they would do it with the burritos. Mm. You think that's possible? Like, I want the tortilla, like, of my burrito covered in like Cool dusted. Ranch dust oh my and God. rolled up. Yeah. Like, it would be horrible to eat, but I feel like it Horrible would be. in what way? Like, for your body? No, like, for your hands. Like it'd be Oh, like, yeah, that would be a big... It would, it would almost but, be like eating... Uh, like eating corn nuts, you know, yeah, eating yeah, corn yeah. nuts. We're still talking you know about how to- you know how okay, but you know how Taco Bell. <laughs> this is an important okay, conversation. People love Taco Bell. Okay, you know okay. how Taco Bell has the Taco Hashtag Bell cantina. People love Taco Bell in Vegas. <laughs> yes, they do. They have the what? In Vegas? They have a Taco Bell cantina. No, so they it's do like not. it's like a Taco Bell bar it's in a, Vegas. It's yes. a bar slash club on the, on the main strip. strip. That is not true. Where is that? It's in, it's on the main strip of Vegas. It's called the Taco Bell Cantina. They have all the frozen alcoholic drinks. Like all the all the main drinks at Taco Bell, they have yeah. them all with alcohol, like on tap, and you can order food, and Stop it's incredible. It. They are now releasing. They're now doing. Get this, a toy or a, not a, a toy story, a Taco Bell hotel and resort in Vegas. Is it in Vegas? Where was it? Yes, it's in Vegas. No, in Vegas. Yeah. I feel like somewhere. I feel like it's more of like a Reno attraction. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just like, you know, people love their Taco Bell. So people love Taco Bell. They're probably going to have the Doritos Los, like, they'll probably have like uh, the Doritos burritos people, there. Doritos yeah. burritos. 
Doritos even, burritos. Doritos burritos. Come on, Taco Bell. If you're not picking that up, then. Dude, hashtag Doritos burritos. <laughs> right now. Live Moss. Hashtag Doritos burritos. Live Moss. I was at a Taco Bell the other day. We were doing a uh, getting ready for a little one year old's birthday party, mm-hmm. and everybody was there setting up. And Sam, my wife, was like, "Go get everybody Taco Bell." Because here's the thing: no one likes to admit that they like Taco Bell. Yeah, everybody loves Taco Bell. Yeah, nobody dislikes Taco Bell. Like in theory, you're supposed to, but everyone goes. Yeah, <laughs> I I go there to Taco Bell. I get a bunch of food and like a ton of food, and so I'm standing there waiting, and a family orders after me. Not like four people. 15 people in this oh, family, wow. like three generations of a family are at Taco Bell together. It's the easiest place to order exactly. for big groups. Because you just order a bunch of food. So, but they're like sitting there waiting because my order is big. And like the woman, I only assume the matriarch in the family, uh-huh. is like standing there and she's like, and she yells real loud, well, I wonder when we're going to get our food. <laughs> like, you know, so everybody can hear. It's like uh-huh. that. Everybody in oh the place gosh. just rolls their eyes. And I'm like sitting there and I look at them. I look at her and I'm like, and it's my fault. Because my food order is big, and that's why it's taking forever. And so then this guy in the corner literally goes, ask the waiter. <laughs> and I started laughing really hard. <laughs> and she was so mad. She, like, death stared this dude. And everyone in the family is, like, there's, like, four guys, and they all look like they're truck drivers. And they look like they're just, like, mad at this guy for oh making my gosh. fun of them. And so they call my name. And we've been there for, like, at least 25 minutes. I, they call my name. I pick Whoa. up. Yeah. Well, it was a large 25? order. For Taco Bell? Yeah, well, there's a lot of people there. And was so, it over forty dollars? My order? I don't know. It's I hard to spend so. over forty dollars yeah, at Taco Bell. I don't Bell. think so. But anyway, and yeah. I look at my bags, and I walk over to this side, and I literally go up to the family, and I go, "I'm sorry, uh, it's my fault that you're waiting for your food." And the woman goes, "Oh," and I'm like, "Yeah, I ordered a lot of food." And then the and then the dad goes, "Oh, can we get some of your food?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm sure your food will be up in like a half an hour. I just wanted to come over and let you know <laughs> that I came here specifically today to ruin your day. Yeah. I'll see you guys later." <laughs> It was great. Oh, my god! You can't gosh. go to a Taco Bell and get mad. Yeah. You're yeah. at Taco Bell. Yeah. Come on. I get confused when people get mad at McDonald's, too. So, I'm like, yeah. Okay. Missy has claimed to hate. She, Missy claimed to hate McDonald's for years. Mm-hmm. She's always I mean, been a jack-in-the-box junkie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. McChickens are way better than chicken so sandwiches good. from jack-in-the-box. And I've just been forcing her, and now she loves now McDonald's. Now I crave it, and it's Dude, annoying because I don't want it. We just combined on a different level just now with the fact that you love McChickens. Oh, yeah. I remember for years when I was a much fatter person, you could go to McDonald's, and you could get the McDoubles and a McChicken. And you, it was like combo. two bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you throw in some fries. Yeah, they were on the dollar fries. menu. Now there's no dollar menu. It's like a dollar seventy nine. Yeah, menu. something weird. But yeah. you could get – and then I just uh, – our friends Ashley and Charles – Ashley introduced me to uh, Mac sauce, which I've never heard of oh, before. I've never heard of that. And I haven't tried that. Next time you go, just okay. order whatever you get with Mac sauce. You, it changes the game. Okay. It changes what is the Mac game. Mac sauce. That sounds. Babe, gross. we're gonna have to try this. You no. can't say it sounds gross <laughs> if you go to McDonald's. It's all gross. It's just what <laughs> level of gross do you want? It's how gross do you want to feel? Exactly. Yeah. I had a McChicken on my way here, guys. It's oh my the, gosh, you did? <laughs> yeah. I even asked so her good. if she brought me lunch. You are McDonald's, and you could easily grab me a McChicken. Like you get yeah. a McChicken, you get a a cheeseburger or two. Fries and a McFlurry Oreo shake. Ooh, like, like with a sweet your... and sour sauce. Oh, my God. McDonald's is freaking great. <laughs> anyway, that was a really great Do you remember transition. Disneyland when they used to serve McDonald's french fries? Oh, what? I didn't know listen that. Listen to this. Yes. We're at, we're at the Toy Story 4 after party. There is a McDonald's station 
I'm not kidding, making the freshest French fries and oh. the freshest chicken nuggets you've ever and had. And they're just in handing them out. That's and they're just handing so out brilliant. Happy Meal boxes and soft serve. To every single the person. freshest chicken nuggets. I was like, this is insane. That is brilliant. It was Disney like a McDonald's magic. cart, like a like a truck. Like a food truck. McDonald's like an food, food, food truck or something. It was a McDonald's, McDonald's food truck, literally just Handing so out free toys. Happy meals. It was crazy. <sighs> Next to the Mark Twain boat at Disneyland, they used to have a stand that was just McDonald's French fries. That's hilarious. So you would literally get off Big Thunder Mountain and you would smell the fries, fries. and then you go get fries. Why don't they do that I've anymore? Never, Probably I've because they're. I mean, I've been to Disneyland my whole life. I never. Yeah, it was right on that, that corner. It was the only Wait, place. What year was that? Um, you know, I don't know when they stopped doing it, to tell you the truth. Okay, but you guys, if any of you remember this, tweet us or Instagram us if you remember them serving McDonald's at Disneyland. Not Mc- Is this just even the true? fries. Just McDonald's just French McDonald's fries. McDonald's French it was fries. a French fry cart at, it wasn't a at cart. Disneyland. It, well, I mean, I guess it was kind of a cart, but it wasn't like one of those little That's carts. That's crazy. That's taking Disney magic to a whole other level, honestly. If I got off a ride and there were French fries you waiting you for could me. Well, smell them. Oh. Specifically McDonald's yeah. fries because yeah. they're like they're so the good. Best. They'd have to do chicken nuggets though too. I actually think they stopped doing it when they changed their – they changed how they cook them. Like, they changed mm. the grease or something they used. And I think when that happened, they took them out of the park. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I anyway, never, whatever. I never <laughs> Sorry. Tried that. Questions. Okay. Is okay, it, we are, can transition to some questions now from Twitter. If you uh, guys aren't following us on Twitter or Instagram, check us out there. Um, we often ask for questions on, like, our Insta story or just in tweets. So don't miss yeah. out there. What you got there, babe? So I, I thought this was interesting just because I actually have – been talking a lot about this with a few people. And so let me know if this is interesting, but it's some a question for all of us. Um, is it about when, Doritos burritos? No. <laughs> uh, her name is Maloney K. And she says, when you disagree with someone, would you say agreeing to disagree is the best option? I feel like sometimes a, a really, I thought this was just interesting because mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting topic on how to handle like confrontation because sometimes people can't let it go, right? Like it's just like, no, we either have to agree or- I don't know if that's true. <laughs> what? <laughs> we have, or you have to agree with somebody? I'm just trying to say. Or, yeah, just to or they just, I don't know. It's like a fight, right? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes like the best thing to do is even if you completely disagree with them, and maybe this is my own passiveness, but it would be to say something like, like, okay, I can see your point. Even yeah. if you can't see their point, sometimes it's good to just say, mm. I can see your point. But I don't know. I feel passive. like I'm old enough now too, where if I tried really hard, I could probably just see everyone's point. Mm-hmm. I just unfriend them. <laughs> I just, it doesn't matter You're just anymore. like, stop We're talking me. Just, about it doesn't in matter. person. Oh, in person. Oh, then I literally just punch him and I walk away. <laughs> That's how I handle it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really not into confrontation. I love, like, I, I, I would say agreeing to, 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 agreeing to disagree for sure. And I have seen so many people in my recent years of life where they just cannot agree to it. Like, they'll yeah. just sit there and be like… Well, no, that's not how it is, or that's not mm-hmm. how it works, or and I just find it so it can be like infuriating because you're like, I don't agree with you either, but I'm trying to listen to you. Listen, there's there are no wrong answers in life. <laughs> like if you're if you well, are taking I life, don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you're taking life too seriously, then yeah, there's going to be wrong answers. But like if you're not taking life that seriously, there are no wrong answers, and I but feel some, like there are so many different ways. To live your life and and I can to agree to see your point of view here, Brian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I do think that there are some serious topics out there. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just murder is not okay, right? Yeah. So, but what I if mean, someone was just like, "Well, sometimes it's okay," and then you're like, "Is murder okay if they're on your property and threatening you?" Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's is that, it, but that's not murder under the definition of murder because mm-hmm. if somebody's threatening you and you have to 
Self-defense. It's self-defense, and then it's this, uh, they got killed trying to murder you. Yeah. But That's either way, the, it, there are some Is it topics. true you can shoot someone if they're on your property and you tell them not, and you tell them to get off and they don't? Uh, it's very, it's it's like a gray area rule. <laughs> oh, okay. You could probably get away I remember you watching a TV it. show and they were like, you know, if you tell someone to leave and they don't, you can shoot them. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> new, the new show. What is it called? Shoot. Dead to me. Shoot. Oh, Dead to uh, me. It's shoot. So young good. Sheldon. Young Sheldon. So shoot, good. shoot. Shoot. All right. No, I uh, I don't know though. Agreeing to disagree, I think, is just a cop out of saying like what the truth is. Is that I think honestly, when you get to a certain age, like twenty five or older, you're not gonna change your mind unless it happens to you. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only way people are ever gonna change their mind about anything. Yeah. Like you can't change anybody's mind. You just have the way you think, and they have the way they think. Mm-hmm. And the only way I think honestly, people say. Like, the opposite of hate is love. And I guess, like, in a traditional grammatical sense, that's true. But I think in real life and practice, the opposite of hate is understanding. Yes. So, like, sure. when you tell Dang, somebody, preach. like, well, I'm just, like, you never, you don't understand it until you ha- are faced with it. Like, yeah. you meet with somebody who's an absolute racist against somebody else. Well, if they actually spend time with somebody of the opposite race or, like, they're in danger and a person of the opposite race saves them. There, that will be actually changing their mind. They, they're going to yeah. have a new level of understanding they didn't weren't capable. of. I always love those TV shows when they take the racist and they make them hang out with people of other color and then they all yeah. fall in love. <laughs> well, as a kid, I was very, I was, I was very like, Christian and I was very against homosexuals. And then when I went to the, like I went to theater school and hey, you know, hey oh, yeah, I was surrounded by the enemy all of a sudden. And but but I was forced into like this level of like oh like these are actual human beings yeah. with lives and dreams and hopes totally. and like that changed my understanding. Honestly, I think that's the biggest thing, especially like in other parts of this country specifically. There are so many people who are just not around certain, you know, cultures or races or, yeah. you know, sexualities that they're just not familiar. They think they don't even understand it because they don't mm. see it. Yeah. I mean, even just being on the other side of the country in Alabama, the people we were meeting, you know, they don't meet a lot of people who aren't like them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have very strong opinions about other it's people. And it really was crazy. I was like, I felt like I was in another country. Well, we had run into someone. I, we might even talked about it on the other podcast but we had talked about like he said like oh there's just a different type of people over there and we're like what (laughs) they're just not our kind and katie's and katie even was like yeah that's kind of just like the general consensus of alabama or or like this area the south and it's yeah it's crazy that that is still happening i'm pretty sure the alabama state flag still has the confederate flag on it so, uh, yeah, yeah it, you're kind of in a. It's definitely like part of their culture in a way, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it has a really yeah. weird stigma. It's interesting because we live in California, and I feel like we. Oh, I mean, yeah, we think what we're our life and the way we live is normal, mm-hmm. which it is to us. But the majority of the country do not live like us. Oh like, no, not at all. It is the craziest thing. I yeah. I just kind. I mean, obviously, we lived in Idaho, and I knew that people in Idaho don't live like the people in California, but. Uh, but I think being here in California for so long has really um, made us forget, mm-hmm. you know, just how different it is not in California. Yeah, just not in California. in itself is like its own country. But that's yeah. what happens to these people in Alabama. Like, totally. They don't. They, they're there, so they yeah. don't know. Like, I, that's why I always have a big, huge issue when people in, like, Minnesota are like, we need to close the border. And I'm like, to Canada? Like, what are you worried yeah. about? Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
Have you been to San yeah. Diego? The food here is amazing. We yeah. don't need to close any borders. Like, yeah. this is fantastic. Yeah. Like, totally. I, I, yeah. It's such a weird, like, that's the thing is, like, they don't understand it. They just see yeah. the surface information. And well, I understand how they can think that because a lot of those people, they're just staying in the same place for so long. Yeah. And the truth is, is like whenever we travel to different places or we're experiencing new things, mm-hmm. like our ideas and our brain is opening up to that. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's so like if you're only experiencing something for so long, you're very limited in yeah. what you can comprehend or understand of the world. That's mm-hmm. why I love traveling with the boys and taking them to new places, mm-hmm. having them meet new people, making them uncomfortable yeah. in situations yeah. is so good for them because they're learning that's like the way we live isn't the only way. Yeah. This is literally why I still go shop in person. <laughs> like I love, I, I like talking to people and I like seeing people yeah. and I like, now I don't want to, I, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be one of those old people that goes up to like a cashier and is like, oh, I was out in the garden today. And uh, you know, like, and everybody behind me is upset because I'm talking to them. But like, I, I like interaction and I love tra- like driving, like going on a road trip or like going to a different place, like traveling as much as you can like that's the only yeah. way you're gonna yeah. and like when people go i will have to agree to disagree that's just you going i will never agree to understand your point yeah like that's i think all that comes i feel like to. i tend to agree with or not i wouldn't say agree but understand too many people's points mm-hmm. and i i want to have like a stronger opinion but sometimes i'm just like well maybe you're correct <laughs> you know or maybe you're right i yeah. don't know i always end debates with people going uh, everybody has their own opinions and we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Pretty we can much. just move on because like, yeah. I, I told you what I think, you told me what you think. And then, yeah. and then always, somebody always has to jump in with some fact they got off of some website called mm-hmm. like, you know, website.com and you know, it's the, just anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, the other day I read one, someone who I'd gone to church with, they, cause so when I grew up, we grew up in California, but this church was really intense. And it was just a common thing that the word like fag or gay was just said. Like Mm -hmm. it was just said like it was normal. And then like, you know, other things, like, I don't know. It's just, it's so crazy that actually in this day and age, it's still done in certain areas. And Mm. this church specifically is actually still a running church in our community in Southern California. And even though they live in California, there's still parts and areas and places where people still do and think the ways that I'm like, what, how do you, how do you even live in this world? It's not evolving. They're, not, yeah. They're not evolving at all. And there's a great, uh, if you're out there and you are a religious person, I will make a suggestion to you to listen to a wonderful podcast, uh, by Richard Rohr. Uh, last name was R O H R. He's a Franciscan monk. And uh, he runs a place in Arizona, I think it is, called the Center for Contemplation. And uh, it's wonderful. It's It's a center for thinking? It's like, I don't know what it is exactly, but I think it's just a place where people go and it's like a church. But they also like, he's all about like traveling. He's like, you will never be able to actually understand God unless you travel and meet new people. Yeah, Like God is all around you. So you are making God what you want him to be, Mm -hmm. but it's not what God is. God is everybody and everywhere. And so you're not, if you're not going anywhere and meeting anybody new, then you're not actually experiencing God. Yeah. That's a great way to think about it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so so true. I mean, it is like, it is that thing where like, I grew up the same way where it's like, you grew up in a way where you could just say fag and then everybody's like, yeah. Like one of the biggest regrets I have in my life is I remember, I'll never forget when I was 12 years old, 
I yelled fag at somebody. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, called him. And I'll never yeah. get over it. Yeah. Because no, I feel so it bad It was just, it. like, I remember kids in my school, like, just doing that. And Yeah, I all mean, the kids just called me that. <laughs> yeah, well, no, totally. Yeah. No, literally, I was targeted, and I was that was my whole life growing up was yeah being no, told that yeah, and, and that's like what was just normal, and yeah. I and you can't like that was normal, so you can't really you, you even can't hold that against yourself because no, that no, was no. just a yeah. was, I use it though as a memory though to always be yeah. better, you know what I mean? No, totally. And what was crazy though is like the things that aren't okay in that those churches. Like for me, we could not go see a movie at a movie theater. But we could call people bad names or like be mean to people. Yeah, like, yeah. but going to a but you movie theater, to go see Finding I Nemo. <laughs> would actually get kicked out of school if I went and saw a movie. If she was called, but oh, I could again. like be mean to kids. And, that and I mean, we should clarify perfect. too. Missy wasn't really a part of a church. She was a part of a cult. Well, some could yeah. agree or disagree. It's very, I mean, it's very culty. It was. And, it has um, cultish tendencies for sure. Yeah, it has yeah. its. It's its own topic that uh, maybe one day we'll. Discuss. You know, we one may have day. to. We may have to do a podcast about it because the truth of the matter is, is there's a lot of other things happening I would within love, it, and Missy yeah. has Missy has a lot of experience. Like your faith was grounded in that place, and yeah. you had to essentially escape and learn yeah. what yeah. the true love of God is. Yeah. And I think that's really powerful, and the the fact that that place still exists and is doing yeah. the things that it does is really. I think that there's. Sad. I think there's a way to raise a lot of awareness about that kind of religion, but mm-hmm. a lot of religions that are like it and that are still running in America today and are, you know, just the other day I was talking with a friend who was somewhat forced to go to a Baptist church in Alabama. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a friend that no one knows of, but she did not want to go, but she went anyways. And the, this was just weeks ago mm-hmm. that she went to the church and the first thing out of the preacher's mouth was something about the fag down the street at the gas station. And the entire church— Oh, he was just telling a story he was about just telling a story. his interaction with a gay guy mm-hmm. at a yeah. gas station. And wow. the entire <laughs> church erupted in laughter and oh. just thought it was hilarious. And she was like, I wanted to puke and I wanted to leave so badly. And I, she was like, it was just so weird. I mean, this, these churches are still out there. Yeah, oh, of course. It's crazy to me. Any church— it's just yeah, it who goes are, so against like, the message of love. Yeah, if you Jesus read the Bible <laughs> and that's what you got out of the Bible, then you misread the Bible. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and they're out there trying to like spread the love of God and they're like saying such horrible things. It's mm. not spreading love at all. It's just so crazy. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, we're gonna go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy <laughs> rabbit hole. That was a great question, though. It was a great question. Okay. Um, I actually have another one which I will find in just two oh. seconds. It says, um, Missy. Oh, okay. So Brian you... and I'll take off. <laughs> so no, it's actually probably but Dallas, you you can you can chime in here. Oh, I appreciate um, that. Thank you. This is from Christina. She says, Missy, how do you help Brian if and when he is having a bad day with his anxiety or panic attacks? Brian actually just posted a post oh, on your Instagram. <laughs> Talking yeah. about a lot of the struggles that he's been dealing with. And I thought this was interesting because, I mean, even Dallas has experience with anxiety or people around him who have, who have anxiety. And mm-hmm. the, sometimes the hardest is the person watching someone yeah. with anxiety. Yeah. And, um, I well, mean, I know that in, from experience, sometimes you really can't do anything. Missy, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I just put up a post. For the past year, I really just haven't been myself. And… Um, you know, it's interesting because you don't really think about it until you're in this place. But like now I'm in this place a couple of months ago, like I recalled Sam, Dallas's wife, 
saying, seeing me in a mm-hmm. moment of struggle and going, oh, Brian, like, you should really, you should get some help. Like, Zoloft is amazing. You should be on Zoloft. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like, I didn't even think about it. I was annoyed, you know, because I was just like, no, I don't need medication. I'm fine. I'm doing fine. And then two weeks later, my therapist is like, Brian, you should really go on Zoloft. It will really help you. Like, yeah. And it, was, it wasn't until then where I was like, crap, maybe I do need help. Maybe this is out of my control. Yeah. And now, after a couple of weeks of being on it, I feel so much more like myself again. And like, it's one of those things where I feel so stupid for telling myself for so long that I was okay or that I could just choose to be happy or power mm-hmm. through it because I had to, like, prove something to myself, you know? Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is I needed help. And mm-hmm. some people just need help. Sometimes you can't choose happiness, yeah. you know? Sometimes you can't just calm down. And the medication, it kind of just helps. It, just it makes me more fog. sensitive to you coming to me and going, hey, everything's okay. Like, you're yeah. going to be fine. Like, I can hear you more mm-hmm. now totally. than I ever did. Because when you would tell me that before, my brain was just distorting it. would almost it. go to fire. It'd be like, yeah. no, it's not. Everything's going to burn it down It was that meme <laughs> of me sitting yeah. at the coffee table with everything burning around and me going, this is fine. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and when someone comes in and I tell you it's fine, it's like, can you not see the fire all around us? Yeah. It's not fine. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it actually is fine. Yeah. Missy has, yeah, she's been there for a lot of it. And um, a a lot of the times, that's all I need is someone Mm -hmm. to tell me that it's okay. You know, everything's okay. Um, But yeah, my anxiety and my depression has something that has kind of just crept up on me in the last year or two, probably as a result of, you know, being in this industry. It's hard. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure on you. It's like, well, I think, uh, you know, and not to get to take it to the next level or something, but like, you know, I, there, there's so many studies right now that are linking people who are are like spending their time like on social media, like yeah. every single day, waking moment from start to finish. Because uh, I mean, kids nowadays, like that's kind of what they're doing. I mean, it's you, the norm. It's yeah. the norm, you know. Well, and we found like if we want to keep up with our business, that's what we need to do. Exactly, know? and like yeah. that's and that and even in most businesses, not even this business, but you talk to an accountant, yeah, and it's like they need to be on their phones, like. Real estate agents now are always on their phones. Like it's like that's the way the world's working. But people, it's mm-hmm. linking to a lot more anxiety for people because it is that constant. I need this. I need to see this. And you know, listen. There's no way to combat that other than yeah. being honest with yourself and yeah. going, "I'm experiencing this, and I don't know what to do about it." Mm-hmm. But there, are, and you know, people are going to listen to this podcast. And be like, well, you shouldn't. <laughs> but like that is what was good for you, commenter yeah. in yeah. your brain. Like that's what works for you. Every yeah. brain is different. Every person is different. Yeah, yeah. And, and everyone's like, faced with different oppositions. I mean, I I don't think I would be in this place if I wasn't operating a business at the level we are. Mm-hmm. You know, if I didn't have the pressure on me that I didn't. Like if I was waiting tables down the street like I was. I don't think I'd ever be dealing with this. But I think because the pressure just got built up so much and there's so much I'm trying to work through, it's hard for my brain to keep up, you know? The medication I'm taking is just as effective as cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing with our therapist. So it's like I'm doing both of these things. I'm taking this medication to help train my brain and my thoughts and using, you know, the behavioral therapy that I'm getting from her and to Mm -hmm. retraining those. And maybe I don't have to be on this medication forever. Yeah. But if I do, it's okay because it's okay to to need help. It's okay to have – it's it's the same thing as like a physical imbalance in your brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your brain isn't producing what it needs to. You need help. You need medication to, to, help, produce to help produce that, yeah. to help live a normal life. That's all I want to 
be. I just want to be normal and productive and happy, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a common fact that stress causes anxiety. And day in and day out, I mean, yeah, our life kind of revolves around how to keep up. And I think one of the hardest things about the the job that we do is that there's never you never really know what the um what the solution is to get the result. Yeah. So um, you know, we try different things every single day and you always get a different result. Totally. Yeah. And that is literally can cause so much anxiety yeah, because I mean, you I just have, never know. I have countless triggers when it comes to YouTube. Yeah. You know, like Missy and I have talked openly about how we've gotten to a place where like we are navigating our our social platforms at a whole other level than we used to because uh-huh. it was just me for six years yeah. doing it on my own. And it was mm-hmm. and so hard. And <laughs> trying to decide like what's going to work yeah. next and does that work? Does this work? So many little things have created these triggers in my head that yeah. make me just melt onto the floor. Yeah. And I can't have that. You know, yeah. I have a lot of people who I'm responsible for. I have two beautiful boys who need to look to me as like inspiration. And I don't want to be crumbling. I want to yeah. be a strong enough. To handle this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, and there's uh we've talked to a few people over the last few weeks who literally can't even look at sometimes stats at all. They yeah. close their eyes to upload a video because they don't want to see anything. They just want to do it because they love it. I do that yeah. with my bank account. I can't. <laughs> I, know, right? I can't. Totally. Idea. It's the same thing like when we're a teenager and you know and you're like you're logging into into your bank to pay your cell phone bill and you don't look teenager, at the total. It's you know? every it's like, day. Yeah, I literally when I was when I was in my 20s and when I would take money out of the ATM, I would cover the ATM screen yeah. so I couldn't see my balance. That's yeah. exactly like it's exactly that when yeah. you go onto sometimes some of your social medias because honestly, yeah, the life the the life that we chose or our career does revolve around those numbers. But at the same time, we love it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like we want to do it because we love it. We don't want to do it for the numbers. But yeah. so like you have to like close your eyes and be like, I'm posting this because I want to post this, not because of, you know, the numbers or the views or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, but when you do look at that, sometimes you're like, your heart will sink and you're like, oh my God, we're dying. Everything's over. <laughs> yeah. Like before I started taking it, it's like, I'm just, I'm in that hole. I'm trying to climb out and I just cannot climb out. And now it's like, I'm finally out of the hole, you know? Are you trying to do a dirt promo? I'm a little dirty, but I'm out of the hole now. I feel a lot better. Uh, No, totally. I think, I mean, like Sam, you know, who my wife who recommended Zoloft to you, like she, I mean, she's been back and forth on Antip. And that's the thing is like saying like, maybe I won't be on them forever. Like, you know, she went off of them for a long time. Like, especially when we were, um, uh, when we wanted to have a baby and stuff, like she was like, I can't, there's like certain things with women that it can mess things up. So it's like kind of got to clear the, clear the palate. And then she just stayed off them for a long time and was able to kind of get through everything without them. And then, you know, maybe a couple of years back or whatever, she was like, I, I need to get back onto something. I need to get yeah. right again. And like, yeah. and you know, and, and that's what, so I, it, it's like a stigma. It's almost like online dating, yeah. you know, like people are like, People still are like, you met on Tinder? And it's like, dude, that's how everyone meets. Like, what yeah. are you kidding me? Like, it's, you meet them. <laughs> there's a stigma to it. And it's like the same thing. Like you were saying, it literally is a chemical. Imbalance. Like they've figured it out. Like yeah. they've yeah. figured it out. And, and so yeah. it's like. I still, I mean, I still see people on Twitter who are like yeah. annoyed at people 
uh, talking about depression or anxiety. And mm-hmm. I'm like, must be nice. Like yeah. that you're not dealing with these things. But the, the fact of the matter is, is someone else is. And it just goes right back to what we were saying. Unless you're dealing with it your, yourself, you're not really going to understand the situation as no, totally. I just, you can. Yeah, I had a um, – so last week was weird. Uh, I had We had a friend that, that committed suicide from depression. Oh. And none of us knew it. Like none yeah. of us had oh. any idea. And uh, he was – he has a baby due in September – Mm. Um, and he was, uh, if you met him, you would have never guessed. Mm. And we kind of like, it was circled real quick around our circle of friends. And, and I posted a thing on Facebook immediately, like it, like it's going to do anything, but, but it is one of those things where like you, I just, I want, like, it's so hard for people to just realize when it comes to depression, like, I don't, I don't think that your depression is unique. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I yeah. mean that in a positive way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people have depression. Lots of people have depression. And yeah. it's okay to admit it. Yeah. And it's okay to reach out because mm-hmm. if you don't, then you go down a hole. Yeah. And like you said, you can't climb out of it. You're too deep now. Yeah. Your and brain won't allow you to. It you won't need allow you help. To. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the same way with, you know, that we were just talking about earlier is like these people get into the ways that they they dealt with it or deal with it. And then they just think this is how you do it all all the time. You just you just read your Bible or you just think positively or you mm-hmm. do these things and it'll help. And I mean, I I don't know if I've ever dealt with the level of anxiety that Brian has, but seeing it firsthand, it's not something that is just, oh, you just need to think about these things or um, think of something inspirational every day or think of the positive things. Like, it's yeah. not like that. It's like a, no, I can't enter this room because my heart is about to burst out of my chest yeah. and I'm yeah. sweating and crying uncontrollably. People, people yeah. are just, like, yeah. people it's are treating physical. it. It's so just, physical. They're still treating it as like a make-believe thing and it's, mm-hmm. it is actually like a physical thing and they're they're still not seeing that. They're yeah. like, no, no. Well, I've, I've been stressed before and all I did was... Is this, 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 yeah. you know, that's like, not what you need. I, I just want to say too, if uh, you are someone who has ever thought of suicide, reach out and get help. There are so many numbers. There are so many people who are there to listen to you. Um, 1-800-273-8255 is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. If you want to talk to someone, there's someone there 24 hours a day. And uh, even if that's not what you're thinking, but you know, you're thinking you're in a place where you don't feel safe anymore, just reach out. Don't be yeah. afraid to reach out. And sometimes it's as simple as like just texting somebody like, hey, like just to get a reply can sometimes help you. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and you're right. Like those people on those, those, those hotlines are most of them are people who have been through what you're thinking, who have been Mm -hmm. through all that stuff. And like, there's, and I, again, I I hate to recommend another podcast, but there's a great podcast called Suicide Buddies. Oh, Oh, really? Hosted by these two comics. They're really, really funny comics. And they talk about like famous suicides, but they're both guys who like suffer from depression and they found this way to like talk about it Mm -hmm. in a way. And I know it sounds like explaining it sounds really terrible, (laughs) but they found this way to talk about it in a way that's like accessible to people. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you feel like an outcast or Mm -hmm. weird or different. Like that, again, it is something that most of us deal with. We just don't want to talk about it. Well, like even you say the word suicide and we all get quiet. Yeah. Yeah, You get choke up a little. Exactly. It's it's the same thing as like miscarriage. Yeah. Stillbirth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, you have to get over that stigma of it because the fact of the matter is, is everyone's dealing with it. Yeah. And unless you realize that, you can't fix it. I have a, I was diagnosed years ago with a persecution complex. 
and people don't understand what that is, but it's but it sounds exactly what it is. Like I, there are times where I'll get into a, a, a mood where I, everyone is out to get me. Like everyone mm-hmm. is out to hurt me. Anything that's going wrong right now is somehow my fault, and like it will send me down a hole, mm-hmm. and I'll be in that hole for days sometimes, where like I can't climb out of it, and like everything's going wrong in my head. Nobody, like my daughter hates me. Like, you know, it's just like, it's this weird thing where I can't get out of it. And like, uh, and I've, you know, I've tried medication and it didn't work for me. But the only thing that does work for me is literally like meditation and Mm -hmm. like clearing my head and doing, but that's what works for me. So it's clear, you know, like, I mean, like I never, anybody who needs to take something or needs to get into like, God bless you. Like do what you need to do. No, even like like, um, a year and a half ago, I think when we had that fire, Oh, yeah. um, near our house was one of the first times I had a panic attack. And I remember afterwards, um, I downloaded that Zen app yeah. and I did some breathing things and it totally helped me physically, but like yeah. it, it only, but, helped but, but for, it only helps for a little bit, yeah. you know, it only helped yeah. up into a certain level. So I totally agree. Like there are definitely things you can do to keep yourself like yeah. grounded and and you can place. try it try those things out i feel like yeah. brian spent a lot of time trying to find lots of options until we were finally like okay we need to go to this yeah I and sometimes that. i bought that light <laughs> <laughs> do you see Which that light? no i was watching an episode of broad city and they were oh, talking yeah, about the yeah, long yeah, winter yeah, the seasonal light the, the seasonal, seasonal light. light yes so i got this really big bright light and i'll just wake up and stare at that yeah <laughs> and I feel like that's so, that is amazing that you did that. That makes me so happy. Oh my God. Hey, I was trying. You got to try. I mean, that's the thing too. And that's the other thing too. I'll give out as just maybe, I don't know how we've got to wrap up here, but like if you try Zoloft, oh, well, hey, Zoloft, I'll try Zoloft. And if it doesn't work, there are other options. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not your end option. It doesn't work for everyone. It doesn't too. work for everybody. Yeah. And there's so many different types of antidepressants out there. Don't give up because the first one didn't work. Like, talk to your doctor. Try things out. It's not going to kill you. Like, it'll help you, if anything. And if it Mm -hmm. doesn't, then you tell your doctor and they try something else. You know what I mean? Like, it's And talk to your friends or your parents. Like, don't be afraid to break down that wall, you know? Like, end that stigma within yourself and just say, like, no, this is something I'm going through. And if you are my friend and you care about me, you will listen. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people are afraid they're going to get shut down or, oh, you're fine. Yeah. Just don't be afraid. Well, know? don't be afraid. And then if you're someone who doesn't, uh, you know, deal with that kind of stuff, don't, you know, don't shut someone down. Don't, like, just listen. Literally just listen and then tell them that they need to do whatever they need to do to get better. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, say, well, maybe you should just try this, you know? like mm-hmm. It's as simple. And, like, you don't even need a therapist these days. It's as simple as seeing your general practitioner, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't realize, but, like, your general practitioner, your doctor will understand. If you tell them, you know, I'm yeah, not it's eating, a I'm not sleeping, condition. you know, like, they will It's a they'll physical, be able to medical you. condition. It's yeah. not in your, just in your brain, you know? But mm-hmm. I think if you're, if you're a friend, you just need to be a friend and uh, make those suggestions. It costs zero dollars to not be an asshole, you guys. Yeah. Okay? It's free. Yep. To be a good person. Now that's Bombs not saying. true. So many it assholes comes. out there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be an asshole. <laughs> well, I think that was a real positive way to end the podcast. Yeah. I think um, so too. Um, yeah. Feel free to tweet us if, you know, this is something that you guys are experiencing too or if you guys want to hear yeah. more about. 
Hashtag yeah. Dorito Burrito. Hashtag don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But thank you guys so much, honestly, for watching this or for listening to this episode of Hey Babe. Be sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes or Anchor or wherever you listen to us on any of your podcast and, platforms. And uh, we're off to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. So just so you, listeners know, I this we're putting this out. Uh, in a couple of days, and then probably won't have one for the next week because you guys will be, I don't know, uh, on the freaking beach in Hawaii. Yeah. We're going to be on the beach. You know, we say it's a vacation, but um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be like 40 family members there all <laughs> staying in the same condominium complex. Wait, wait, so it's not just – it's like a lot of family? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Missy's and whole – I thought it was cousin. just like – They've been Mimi planning this no, for no. years. Oh. This has been two years in the planning, oh, and yeah. it's like – Ever since Casey got married, I yeah. think, in Hawaii, everyone's like, when are oh. we going back? Yep. So it's one of those big family trips. Well, yes. have fun, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'll be cool. be fun. Honestly, sometimes these family trips are great, especially when you have kids because- You can like, push them off. Yeah, the boys are <laughs> yeah, just going to run totally. off and well, play. Well, honestly, yeah. it's actually so big of a group that there's not actually a lot of pressure. It's like, there's too many of us to plan anything. So we'll see you in the hallway. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. I, one thing that gives me a lot of anxiety is going out to eat with large groups of people, <laughs> <laughs> especially when we don't have a reservation and there's like 12 of us. Missy's like, oh, no. Oh, it's fine. You just roll in. Oh, yeah. And she's like, there's 12 of us. And then it's like an hour and a half wait. And I'm like, why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. figuring out the bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, enjoy your trip, guys. Thanks. I'll be over Thanks. at Buffalo Wild Wings uh, killing a sixer. Getting saucy. <laughs> Getting saucy. <laughs> I haven't been there in so long. You should. They're dry Can wings. I don't there? know why. I just said Buffalo Wild Wings. Epic <laughs> Wings is really where it's at. Not a sponsor should be. Should be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. thanks for watching this. Or thanks for listening to this episode. second time. Hey, Bye. We're leaving now. Yeah. We're ending this. Flight Bye -bye. to Hawaii, now boarding. See ya. Bye.